Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie B. Today we're talking about escalators and elevators and elliscators. I've been on two out of three of those. Yeah. We'll, but... have to, we'll talk about the elliscators later. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Now, this episode, like many, was suggested by some of our friends in Discord. Who, right, right. Who suggested this, Natalie? Megan suggested it, along with Verno Whitney and Riverbanks. And we decided to put them together. And if you haven't joined our Discord, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity, we'll get you in there. Right, sure. This is a group project, the suggestion of this episode. <laughs> So where are we going to start now? What is what is an elevator? Elevator is a little square you get into and you go up or down. That's that's the basic idea. Yeah. It's a moving box. It's like a little room that moves up and down. Oh, it's it's awful. I'm, I I'm not into it. I I have a complicated relationship with elevators. Like how? Well, for for one thing, like I grew up in a very small town and so elevators were always very exotic. Like so if I was ever and if I ever had an opportunity that to have to ride an elevator, it was always like, oh, my God, I'm somewhere that has an elevator. Oh, okay. So you would be like, hell yeah, I'm riding right, it. Okay. Right. And, but also, like, I always, I know I've mentioned it before, I have, like, a recurring nightmare about elevators that I have, like, at least once a week. The elevator starts going sideways. It starts going all over the place. Like, it, like, imagine if instead of it being, like, built into the wall of a building, it was, like on the end of like a tether like tether ball <laughs> <laughs> and so you get in the elevator and then it just starts fucking swinging all over the place and like dropping and like just like just like tether ball basically the old classic elevator move drop and trap <laughs> yeah and so you have to hold on to the little hand handrails on the side of the elevator otherwise you get smeared and then i just had to ride the elevator all the time because I'm in some building that has like 900 floors and then I will finally escape the elevator and I'll be like, I don't know what floor I'm on. I have to get back on the elevator. I think I I got stairs pilled when uh, I was 17 or 18 yeah. and I moved into the I moved into the dorms and uh, I lived on the 10th floor of the dorms. Uh-huh. And so it, it was no question whether or not I had to take the elevator. Right. But the elevators there were really crummily maintained. Actually, this was like a constant at my time at the university is that all of the elevators were 99 years old and none of them were maintained. So they were always fucking around. They would stop in the wrong place. You'd have to like climb up onto the floor or like jump down onto it. Right, right. And uh, there were three elevators in this dorm I was in. One of them never worked. And one of them had this thing where it would be going and it would kind of stop as it was descending. And then it would drop like five feet suddenly. <laughs> Yeah, that was the other thing that was like contributes to my complicated feelings about elevators. Like, I my psychiatrist had a fucked up elevator, and it was like every time I would get there for my appointment, it would be like I would get stuck in the elevator, or the elevator would stop halfway between floors, and I'd have to climb out. Like any <laughs> any host of things, like the elevator was always fucked up. And I mean, that's a really interesting place to have to confront your fear of elevators is. <laughs> I wouldn't even like, say, I'm not even afraid of elevators. I'm just saying, shit happens on the elevator. He's got to deal with it. 
<laughs> it almost seems like a diversion tactic to keep you from talking about your real problems. Why are you stressed out today, Natalie? Well, I had to ride your fucked up elevator. Right, right. Your elevator is giving me emotional problems. Now, I wouldn't say that I'm afraid of elevators. I never have I never have pause getting on elevators. But it is like very much like I have to like gaze into the abyss. Like, hmm, what is going to happen on this one? Because you can't keep me off of it because that's fancy. <laughs> I mean, I'm going up the elevator, like, one floor. Shit, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's there to be ridden, my man. So what So what happened to me was they would do, somebody would pull the fire alarm. And so there were, there were something like 14 floors in the dorm. Sure. And I don't know how many rooms, 30 or 40 rooms on each floor. So this building held maybe a thousand, like, 18 to 22-year-old men. Right. <laughs> And so the fire alarms were fucking getting pulled. Sure. And I would just ignore them all the time. They went around. They made everybody leave. Yeah. And so. I would have pretended I wasn't there. <laughs> That's what I always did at the stadium. <laughs> Prove I'm not here. Yeah. <laughs> it was just. You, you have a better attitude than I do. Carry on with your story. I, I. Well, what would happen is the fire alarms would get pulled and then you would have to go down the stairs because the idea with the elevators, and I don't know if this is true, this is uh, what I've been told, is that you don't use the elevators because if there's a fire, the firemen need to take the elevator up to fight the fire because they have all their shit with them. I think that you're not supposed to take an elevator during a fire because if something happens to the elevator in the fire, it is a death trap. Oh, and yeah. you know, you're trapped in the wall now and no one's ever going to save you. Oh. Until after the fire's put out of the way and by that time you're dead. Okay. So that's an alternate. <laughs> that's an alternate explanation. Right. Yeah. Uh -huh. But so I went down the stairs so many times. And then when there's like a thousand people out on the sidewalk in front of the dorm and they say, okay, you can go back in. It was just some asshole that pulled it. You go up the stairs because fuck waiting behind thousands of people for, right, the, right. for the escalator and riding up the full escalator and elevator it, uh, riding up the full elevator and it stops at every fucking floor right they should have made two way different names for those things right. <laughs> <laughs> Wheelie, you hear about the elevator that's <laughs> not gonna give, be confusing for you at all <laughs> well so i got <laughs> So I, I did grow up in the city, but I didn't use the elevator as a kid. Where are you going to, where, where are elevators happening in your life? My school had an elevator, but it was banned. You could only use it if you broke your leg. Yeah, you got right. an elevator pass. Right. The elevator pass was the rarest pass. You could not, I think in all my years of high school, I think I rode the elevator once. One of the, one of the most novel things that happened in high school was uh, you could never get on the elevator. And me and my friends were, we would always fuck around. Like we could make free phone calls. We did all the, we did all <laughs> like the little. Like the kid in Terminator? Yeah, exactly <laughs> like the kid in Terminator. Uh, we'd make free phone calls. We'd, we'd fuck around. We'd do all this shit. And uh, we kept trying to operate the elevator and it just wouldn't. You just needed a key or you needed something or they turned it off. One time we were fucking around after school because this was a primo thing you could do because then you didn't have to arrange rides with your parents. You would just fuck around in the school after everybody was gone. Right. And you could play magic cards or you could just... Make copies. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can make copies. Making copies was like always like a primo perk or wherever you can get it. <laughs> 
That was good as gold. If you achieve some kind of position within your school. Yeah. You can make access. Some... Yeah. It's all about access, baby. Yeah. I can make copies. What's up? So one day we're fucking around. We're in the hallway uh, and the elevator doors open. And I'm like, shit. So I start going in. My friend's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, bro, we're going in the fucking elevator. And so we get in and the doors closed. Like it wasn't locked open. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And there were there were six floors to our school. You went to that weirdo hell school. Yeah, yeah, it was like a prison for children, but it had six floors. And so we get in the elevator, and there's a fucking button that says seven. And I was like, "We're going to seven, bitch!" <laughs> My buddy's like, "What the fuck?" I press the seven button. The doors close, and we very slowly rise up through the bowels of the high school. Uh-huh. The door opens on seven and it is like this bizarre rooftop storage chamber. And it just has like, it's, it's a room. It's probably in my mind, it was large. It was probably like 10 feet square. Right, right. And it was just full of old desks. It was all full <laughs> of really fucking old, you know, the, the chair arm desk combo. Yeah, right. And a bunch of printer paper and a bunch of seasonal decorations and we just stood there and we looked at it and then the doors closed then we went back down we didn't have an elevator pass where that entitled you to elevator if you were allowed to use elevator you got this key yeah and so in my head if we snuck onto the elevator and went to the secret seventh floor and then we were standing there and the doors closed behind us we would not be able to get back on the elevator well, no, we didn't. The doors didn't close behind us. We didn't leave the elevator because I was like, bro, if we leave this elevator, we are going to be stuck here. Right. <laughs> and we told people that we had been to the secret seventh floor of the high school. Nobody believed us. <laughs> Everybody was like, yeah. Right. And they were like, what was up there? And I was like, printer paper. <laughs> I mean, it's not a great story. Old desks. It's just that <laughs> high school was so fucking boring. Right. There's this, when I started going to Ohio State, there was this building. It was like in the old part of campus. And it, I can't remember if it was the Botany Building or something, but it was some huge old building. And I had some science class there or something. And I was leaving there and I got discombobulated somehow. And I was like totally, totally lost. And I got on the elevator and I was gone up and down the stairs, some shit. I was totally, had no idea where I was. And I ended up in a sub-basement. So it had, like, m- numerous sub-basements. Yeah. And there, I was in this hallway in some sub-sub-basement. And, like, all of the doors had, like, there was kind of, like, nuclear fallout decals on them. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> trying to find my way out of this place <laughs> but that i but it, it that would have actually been a very safe place to be right it just wasn't where you wanted to be right i then. wanted to be back in my dorm room to smoke cigarettes yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure they don't do it now but they had smoking dorm rooms and non-smoking dorm rooms when i was in school they did not have well we I don't think that our dorm rooms were smoking, but it didn't matter. <laughs> I I remember smoking cigarettes in the stadium once me and my roommate broke up. 
Because I had, I'm not sure if I ever told you about my, my college roommate. She was like the worst person ever. You, you told me. Yeah, she was like the worst person. Probably the worst person I've ever had to deal with in my life. Really? She was awful. She was the absolute fucking pill. She was the fucking worst. And she, at one point, we just hated each other so much that she moved across the hallway into someone else's dorm room. <laughs> and then I had a dorm room to myself. Wow. And once she left... Yeah? I smoked clothes in my dorm room fucking constantly. Well, why wouldn't you? And then everyone would come to my dorm room to smoke because they're like, well... <laughs> this is obviously the cool spot. <laughs> this, is a, this is a spot where we're not going to get caught because she's going to get in trouble for it. <laughs> but you you never got in trouble for smoking. No. In the dorm room. No. So, it tur- so you were right. You were right to do it. Right. I mean... I'm, if I'm paying you, like, $10,000 a year to live in a fucking shoebox, I'm going to fucking smoke cigarettes. And if you have anything to say to me about it, you can kiss this ass. You're operating this whole system for profit. This is what many people don't understand. People will pay to be a part of something and then abide by their rules. No, you set the rules. Right. You set the rules, not in a way where you are, where you are, uh, you know, making it less useful for other people, not in a way where you're inconveniencing people, but you don't need to be a, a timid turtle tucked inside your shell. Do what you want to do. <laughs> right. If you don't, if it doesn't work out for somebody else, they'll tell you. Right. And you go, oh, my bad. <laughs> right. Right, and the stuff that I want to get away with doing is so low on the scale of things that people want to get away with doing that, like, it doesn't matter. I mean, let me have my little jo- my little enjoyments. <laughs> I never, yeah, and I never got I never got in trouble for shit in college. Once, I mean, I used I got in to, trouble for fucking flunking out though. <laughs> that's the big one. Yeah. That's the big one. Yeah. Yeah, no, one, I didn't, it wasn't even proper trouble. One time I was just rapping and yelling out of the window, just in the, on a microphone over my stereo speakers, and the RA came and knocked on my door, and I was like, yeah, and he's like, turn it down. And I was like, okay. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. But we cut the, we cut the screen out of the dorm window so we could whip stuff into the Arby's parking lot and stuff. I mean, we had dial-up internet back then. It was just, it was not Yeah, it, was, like, it wasn't, it wasn't a real computer-y scene. You couldn't really sit on your ass. I mean, we, my main thing back then was to just walk around. Right. <laughs> that was my main thing I would do back then. Right. But things have changed. Right. Right. Now you definitely. Now my main thing to do is just. Tons of stuff. Great stuff. When all my when all my stuff is done, I can get out and go walk around. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, um, elevators are used to vertically transport people or freight in between floors. And the floors might be in a building or maybe they're even on a boat or something. Who gives who gives a shit? Wherever you have it, there it is. And wherever you have multiple floors, uh-huh. they could be anywhere. Uh-huh. And they are usually um, an electric motor. That has traction cables and counterweight systems that hoist it up. But some of them are hydraulic pumps and they have a cylinder piston thingy underneath it and it shoots it up in the air. Like that. Sounds like that. That is a great, that is a very fast elevator. (laughs) I love that. Uh Yeah. Right. Right. Um, It says that there's silos, but we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, they're also green elevators, but that's not really relevant, is it? No, we're talking about people. We're talking about elevators, escalators, and elevators. 
You're building me up. I, I know, right? Let's, <laughs> let's get through all the stuff we know. An elevator goes up and down. What's next? <laughs> so where do you think the elevators came from? Who was an elevator's mom? Uh, probably either, you know, in my mind, it's like a, a Victorian England guy, but then it's going to turn out to actually be like Gaius Acceleratus in Rome or something. Archimedes. Shit. Archimedes. Yeah. He said maybe like probably 236 BC. Okay. And there were sources later in that where people talked about there being cabs on a rope and they would pull them up and down. And they had 25 elevators at the Roman Colosseum that they built in 80. Really? Uh They had elevators at the Colosseum. Uh How did they work? They had, they were just hemp rope on like, like little, little rooms on a rope and they would pull it up and they would use it to lift animals so they get animals onto higher floors okay that was a big thing uh is the coliseum the one where they would put a lion out and they would have a guy try to beat up the lion right and so every elevator could carry about two lions that's a lot they're heavy yeah that is a lot and so they would lift them up stick them out there punch them in the face that is how strong hemp is hemp you can't beat it right you love to see it. Hemp, hemp, hemp. Everything's coming up hemp. Yeah. <laughs> Ancient Rome. I bet you they like really wish they had elevators. So um, in the year <laughs> 1000, they had a elevator in Islamic Spain that they would use to raise battering rams. Um, they would use them in coal mines and stuff where they would fill them up with coal and yoink, yoink, yoink. They called it an ascending room. And that's what it is. Uh-huh. An uh-huh. ascending room. Uh-huh. That sounds like the title of a Brian Eno album. <laughs> right, it does. Anything could be a title of a Brian Eno album. In 1852, though, this motherfucker named Alicia Otis, who you know that Otis, that elevator shit, he invented the safety elevator, which means that the cab would not fall if the cable broke and he demonstrated it at the new york exposition in 1854 and the first otis elevator was installed on broadway in new york city 1857 okay that was a long ass time ago right so people been riding in elevators like old news right and the first elevator shaft actually preceded the first elevator by four years did you know that well what were they doing with it? Well, they they put it in because they they figured that they were going to be able to invent one <laughs> soon, and they didn't want to have to renovate the building. That is looking ahead. Uh huh. The guy who built that building assumed that the elevator was going to be shaped like a can. Oh. Which they weren't. <laughs> that was a miscalculation. And so they had to have a special custom elevator built for the building because of the elevator shaft they built being round because the guy just made assumptions instead of asking somebody. I want, yeah. I, I wonder why he thought maybe he was thinking of like a well in a bucket. He was thinking about that thing at the bank. Oh, the pneumatic tubes at the bank. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's probably like, it's going to be just like that. <laughs> When did they invent the pneumatic tubes? I wonder. We should get those installed in our house. There was a point in time where they thought that those were going to be the shit, and they just never really took off. 
They should they should really look into making that the thing though, because if you can just like if you get all of the stuff across the whole world, then that would be like a lot less trucks and stuff. I think it's making all of that tubing airtight. Yeah, I mean your tubing's airtight. Well, it's all enclosed in meat, so <laughs> maybe we'll enclose this pneumatic tube system in meat. We'll get to, I already got a million dollar idea for this episode. We don't need to talk about my pneumatic meat tube system. <laughs> 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 so um imagine if you will like your elevator is like not it's not getting you hot anymore right you look at it you're bored you're like oh it's too boring to just stand there in the box and then it's like you're in a room and the door closes and then the door opens and you're somewhere else Mm-hmm. yeah i'm bored with this right i need some excitement i need to feel unhinged i need to feel untethered i need to feel like danger like the wind on my face right escalators yeah yeah it's just like stairs that go up without you having to walk there's something compelling about escalators because they're always they're always moving yeah they're always moving you could go one of my favorite things to do one of my favorite weird places to walk well up until recently up until there was the deadly disease sweeping the globe, I used to like to go to the convention center. Right. And it has giant escalators, probably 20 or 30 feet tall. And they're just always going. The whole building's empty. Yeah. Escalators are just going. It's a very... It's not very efficient. No, it's not. It's not very efficient. But maybe it doesn't use very much electricity. Maybe it uses gasoline. What if it was gasoline powered? That would be extremely wasteful. 24 hours a day. That would be fantastic. <laughs> That would be a job creator. They'd have to have somebody come around and refill the escalators every couple of hours. Right, right. It would be like, it would take as much gas as a semi-truck. It would cost like hundreds of dollars to top it off. Some guy with a 55-gallon drum. Diesel. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, you'd want diesel fuel. You'd want that oily, moily. <laughs> you need that smell. That's how you know you're on the escalator. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you get that forward push, that momentum you need to get to Claire's boutique. (laughs) They're they're so they're so slow and I'm so stair centric, I truly don't mind going upstairs and I always I always feel compelled to walk up an escalator, but if there's anybody else around that's riding on an escalator, I feel like if I just start walking up this, number one, I'm going to seem like I'm in a hurry, and I'm not really. I just like walking. And number two, I don't want somebody to feel like I'm stunting on them. Right. Like, you riding, I'm walking. Right. I feel like if I'm going to get on an escalator, I'm going to get on the step, and as soon as I step on it, I'm not moving at all. Because, like, I'm going to get my money's worth of this escalator. <laughs> <laughs> it's carrying me all the way up. I'm going to get <laughs> Look, they're burning all this diesel. I may as well take advantage. <laughs> right. I'm on it. I'm on it. You're carrying me all the way. Holding it down, man. We're riding this escalator. I feel like I feel like uh, the edge of the escalator. I think now people would call that the liminal space. <laughs> yeah, that's the where li- you get your crock stuck. That's. <laughs> that's the crock eater. That's right. I feel like you know the the gap 
in between the elevator cab and the landing is like it's dark and it's deep but it's not scary in the way that the gaping maw of the elevator is and it and it almost looks like it has teeth the elevator the, the escalator. escalator yeah the escalator that's, has those teeth that's the price you pay for your for your requirement to be carried upstairs it it shoves your feet into uh-huh. the teeth you, you get to be comfortable getting carried up the stairs but you better run bitch get off the escalator hurry the fuck up you be you're gonna lose your feet lose your feet and lose your seat <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so uh, Escalator is a moving staircase that also carries people between floors of a building or structure. Um, it has a motor-driven chain of individually linked steps on a track, which cycle on a pair of tracks, which keep them horizontal. And they are often used around the world in places where lifts would be impractical. So like if you have something, an area where there's a ton of people who are going up and down the stairs and you would have like a bottleneck at the, at the elevator. Yeah. Put in that escalator, man. Right. Cause the escalator is just a batch. So you get people backed up waiting on the batch. Yeah. But an escalator, it's just steady state. It just moves people through at a constant pace. Right. No matter when you arrive there, you can hop on. Right. They're just, they're so slow. I think if elevators were faster, I feel like I would want to ride them. <laughs> faster elevators? Have you ever been faster, on faster? Faster escalators. Oh, you want to think These about. words are so similar. Wait till you get to Elliskater. <laughs> I'm sorry. Have Have I ever been on what? On one of those real fast elevators? Yes, I've been on on a fast, like an express elevator. Yeah, those make you feel like you're on some shit. You really, you start going and it starts going ding, 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 and you're like, hell yeah! And it's in that part is not that part is not alarming. It's when you feel the deceleration. You're like, man, I was going fast. <laughs> Why do you I need to real heavy? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I need to. I need to watch it. I was going a little fast back there. Right, right. I wonder how what the fastest elevator is. Let's look it up. Fastest elevator in the world goes five hundred forty-five meters per minute. So that's like twenty miles an hour. That's a twenty. That is fast. That's about. You could go through a school zone at that that speed. Though. I'm not impressed. If there was a school on one of those fours, you'd be safe. Right. I could run that fast. You could. I would. <laughs> I would love to see either one of us run twenty miles an hour. <laughs> I think if you saw, I think if you saw me running twenty miles an hour, I think you would shit yourself. <laughs> you shit yourself too. Because <laughs> I, you know, I don't. I don't run. I don't train for running. But just for the hell of it, uh, every so often, I try to they'll set up they're not speed traps they're like speed limit and then speed measuring devices so they can bitch at you so they can be like you're going 28 this is a 25 yeah right they set those up in the neighborhood and so if i see them but they're in a place where it doesn't have a bunch of traffic you wait until there are no cars and you can charge at it yeah it tells you how fast you went the problem is that you have to line it up so that you're going right at the thing and it is really hard to stop like i said (laughs) I'm not I'm not a sprinter. If I were a sprinter, maybe I'd know how to put the brakes on. Right, right. You get rocking that fast. 
You're a fast buddy, boy, though. Buddy, it is hard. Yeah, you're a fast boy. I've run into the thing trying to measure my speed before. <laughs> I'm sure I can imagine it. <laughs> uh, um, escalators have all kinds of benefits. You can move tons of people. You can do it in the same amount of space as a staircase. You can use it to guide people through buildings in certain directions and, like control the flow of traffic right oh yeah you can can get weatherproofed ones for outside and if your escalator doesn't work it's just stairs yeah yeah mitch hedberg (laughs) that's true though it's totally true (laughs) people are still gonna go i i don't like getting on an escalator when it's not working yeah i don't want to when it's not working i don't want to i love i love going on stairs well at the mall there's an elevator that goes between floors there's escalators that go between floors i will always just wait till i get to the stairs and just take the stairs there's something where i'm just like i don't you know i'm lucky that i don't need any of that stuff i'm lucky i don't need it i'm just gonna i want my money's worth i'm gonna feel (laughs) there's something there's something that that keeps occurring to me which is that with everything so abstract you used to go to the bank with your check you got from work and they would give you dollars and you would put the dollars in your pocket and you would use them to buy stuff and you could look at them and say i have 74 dollars right it's abstract now you used to go to work and haul 16 tons and come home Mm -hmm. and then now you are on computer, which is the same thing you do for fun. Right, right. And so everything is so abstract. I find myself wanting to do things in the real world to at least feel like I'm a person. Right. That's why I like getting out and walking around. Like getting out, there's just something that I think probably occurs to a lot of people, which is that you can never quite tell if what's happening is real or not. It's fine. You go to sleep, you're dreaming, and that stuff seems real too at the time. Sometimes you'll watch a movie and you'll forget you're watching a movie and you're like, oh man, that guy I know just got his leg fucked up, man. Then you're like, oh shit, this is a movie. I don't even know that guy. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I think that happens to a lot of people. That's why I like to go... I like to go out. Sometimes I go out and I'm and I'm walking and there's mailboxes and I'll I'll touch two or three of the mailboxes like yeah there they are. I'm. <laughs> you just sometimes you just gotta check to make sure because sure. if they don't, here's the thing: if they don't think that you're gonna touch the mailboxes, they're not gonna bother filling them in. You know how you can t- tell if she's real or not? I clearly don't. No, I clearly cannot tell. <laughs> you plug your nose with your with your fingers. And then you breathe. If if you can still breathe when your nose is pinched like that, that means oh, it's I, not real. Oh, I close my mouth too. Well, you, you just breathe through. Just breathe through your nose. Why can't I'm pinching it? That means it's real. Okay. If you're able to breathe when you do that, that means that whatever's going on right now is not real. <laughs> do you use that? I've never heard that. You, you do that if you're trying to check, like if you're doing like. Lucid dreaming or like stuff like that. Yeah, that's how you check and see if you're awake or not. Oh, that's smart. I hope I remember that next time I'm dreaming. (laughs) 
You should start to do like some some stuff to control your dream states. I guess I guess I could. It's just like you and flying a kite. I just always assume <laughs> I'm not I'm not in control and it won't work. Well, you've got such a big head. You got like that brain in there. I'm sure it could do some tricks. Yes, I do have brain. <laughs> that big, big, big one. <laughs> Uh, I bought I bought Andy some hats this week and I had to special order them because his brain's so big. <laughs> I think if you start think, start doing tricks with that thing. So um, there was a patent attorney in Massachusetts named Nathan Ames who is the guy who invented escalators. And when he invented escalators, there was no model of an escalator that worked. There was no such thing. He didn't even build one. He just like drew the picture of it, right? It was speculative. Oh, he drew it up and said, well, here's an idea. Here's my idea. Okay. And his idea was revolving stairs. And he said that you could have them carpeted or wood and said that they would be good for people who are infirm and that you can have them either powered manually or hydraulically. I wouldn't be interested in the manual escalator. Is that like you stand on the step and you pull yourself up with a rope? <laughs> I'm I'm not sure. You would think the idea of the escalator would be that the power was applied externally. So maybe there's like an or an escalator operator. There's a guy downstairs. He sees you step on. He goes going up. <laughs> he starts pulling on the hemp rope. There you go, baby. Maybe he has like a hamster wheel. He just whoosh whoosh whoosh. A little guy in one of those little pillbox hats. Uh-huh. And a little hamster wheel that runs the escalator. I <laughs> I think that having a hamster wheel in the house that you could run on to power stuff, I think that would really be something. We should, we should make a hamster wheel that you have to run on in order to power the Wi-Fi. And so if you wanted to be on the internet, you'd have to stay running. I, I was thinking more... <laughs> I was thinking more that just you could, everybody would plug their phones into it and you'd make your kid run on it for 10 minutes or something. Right, right. You can't get off until until all the phones are green. (laughs) Run, bitch. I think we could, I think we could handle it. We could make, I think we could make hamster wheels for all people, all shapes and sizes, all all range of bodily diversity. Sure. We sure. could we could figure it out. We could make a hand crank model. Whatever. You gotta charge your iPhone. <laughs> like this is what we have now. Yeah. We'll make we'll make it work for everybody. Right. So did you know there's like etiquette to riding an escalator? Uh, all I know is you're supposed to, you're supposed to stand or walk. Mm-hmm. But you're supposed to stand on one side versus the other. Um, you're supposed to stand on the right side so people can pass you, right? Yeah. So if you are in Canada, Germany, Hong Kong, Taiwan, the UK, France, or the United States, you would stand on the right side of the escalator. If you are in Australia or New Zealand, then you would stand on the other side. The left side. Uh-huh. Okay, so just like driving. What about in England? In England. I said England is on the right. Oh, in England, you stand on the right? Uh-huh. That's confusing. Sure. You know what? I would just like not worry about about memorizing it, and I would just like look and see what everyone's doing on the escalator. Just do the same thing as everybody else. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't memorize it. I would just... I would use context clues. Right, right. 
there's a third option that was not listed in my elevators, escalators, and escalators. There is the fourth option, which is <laughs> <laughs> the worst kind of elevator, which is the Paternoster. Oh, yeah. Right. And so the name Paternoster is, is like the Our Father, with the implication being that you're going to pray before you get on this thing. <laughs> Right. And so what it is, is an elevator that is a loop. And so it will loop up and down inside of a building without stopping. And passengers can step on or off whenever they want. Uh-huh. And the the doors, there's no doors on it. Uh-huh. It is constantly moving. It is also way smaller than a typical elevator cab. Right. It's probably three or four feet wide. It's little. And it constantly moves. So you get on and you get on and off while it's moving. Right. It doesn't stop for you. The doors are open. You just hop. So you have to time it and you have to pay 1,000% attention so you don't get mangled. Right. Right. It's like a little coffin and you just have to hop in real quick and hop out real quick. And also, so typically in buildings... They'll have two openings. One will be going up and the other will be going down. And the thing is with the Paternoster is that the cars, like you said, it's a loop. And so they will actually go up into like a hidden area at the top of the building and go over the hump and then back down. Uh Yeah. So you could ride it. Forever. You could ride it forever, which you might do. (laughs) If I ever made it onto one of those, I would probably have like a Mr. Bean moment where I could not leave the roundabout. (laughs) Yeah, I would just live on the Paternoster because I'd be terrified of getting off of it. (laughs) Do people actually, I mean, do people use it safely? Um, They're not popular. Um, They stopped making them in the mid-70s because they're not safe. No. <laughs> and um, there are a few remaining in Europe. There are 230 in Germany. There are 68 in the Czech Republic. And um, they are basically only there because people are sentimental about it. Like, they're like, oh, you can't get rid of the Paternoster. I love to be terrified every day, numerous times a day. I'd love to just <laughs> step on this opening. Right. They're 30 times um, more dangerous than conventional elevators. And the Union of Technical Inspection Associations said that Germany had, uh, on average, one death per year on Paternosters. But there's only 200 yeah. of them in the fucking right. country. <laughs> right. right. So every year, like, one of them would have a death at least. So that's a half of a percent chance. That's a really... You know, if you're if you're playing the horses, <laughs> if you're playing cards, a half of a percent chance is mm-hmm. not good, but a half of a percent chance to die is really high. Right, right. <laughs> it's absolutely really high. So, like, what if you okay elevators? It's too. It's too like too much like uh, tetherball, right? Yeah, I'm not into it. Uh huh. Uh, escalators, like, you know, it's all good. You could get a nice ride, but at the beginning, at the end, it tries to chew your crocs off, right? Yeah, exactly. And then you also have to, like, have your face in someone's butt the whole time, sometimes. And people are looking at you the whole time you're on it, like, look at that lucky dog. But sometimes it's cool because you can wave at people, like, as you're going up, like, hello, sucker. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to start doing that. (laughs) 
I'm going. I've got all. <laughs> I haven't been to a mall in two years. I've got all these new ideas about all of my new stuff I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm adding that to the list. <laughs> Get hype, suckers. I'm on the fucking escalator. You're down there like a bitch. Okay, but okay. But you know, you're gloating. You're not paying attention. Then all of a sudden, your crocs are gone, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Pattern nostrils. Obviously, you don't want to get on a pattern nostril. No. Pattern nostrils are, are like a maybe we should take the stairs type of situation. Absolutely. Now, are you ready for the million dollar idea? Yes. The fourth piece in the going up and down the stairs puzzle. Garbage brain. Million dollar idea. The elevator. Imagine an elevator and an escalator had a baby. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And we're talking cloacas, right? <laughs> yeah, they absolutely have cloacas. And so it is an escalator where every step is like a little coffin that you have to get in, so you get to stay safe. And then oh, so you so. So, <laughs> I'm trying to envision the geometry anyway, but you have your own little chamber and you ride the chamber up uh-huh. and then you get off. Uh-huh. And it's a chain of chambers. Do Does it stop like an elevator, open the doors and you get yeah. out? Or is it like yeah. paternoster, like you, you better hop out? Well, no, they st- it gives you a second, gets you to stop, opens up, you step out and they give you a kiss, the end. That sounds perfect. <laughs> What's the catch? There is none. And we're talking diesel again for this, right? <laughs> it's always diesel, baby. <laughs> but what if you get to the top of your elevator and your elevator casket had wheels on it? Now you can drive it around the mall. So combination light vehicle rental uh-huh. with... Say so it's like it's kind of like a um, hickey do. What's the one thing called? Segway. Oh, it would be kind of like a Segway, except you would be inside a, a elevator car with wheels on the bottom, like a box, like a coffin. So, so it's like the Pope car of Segways. That is also a elevator. No, well, I think this is the perfect time in history for that because all you do, you get your app uh-huh. on your phone. And your app geo detects. They say, "Hey, you're in. You're in the Easton Shopping Mall. Is that what they call it? Easton Town Center. Easton Town Center. So you're in Easton Town Center, and you touch Claire's. <laughs> take me to it. And then it would take you there. You would not have to read the map, navigate, try to remember. Oh, is that next to the Five Guys? Yeah, it's <laughs> next to that place that makes those big cookies that you can get instead of a cake for your birthday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we can get you one of those for your birthday. You never had one for your birthday. What are you talking about? I had those when I was a kid. For your birthday? Yeah. Big cookie? Yeah. God, you're bougie. But I don't know. Never had big cookies. But I don't know how big it was because I was little. It may have been a normal cookie. <laughs> you just had a re- like a little cookie and you had to share it with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> But I was like patches. <laughs> I was a lot smaller when I was a kid. You were. So th- uh, things in the world seem bigger. Maybe that's why I don't think stuff is real. If stuff had stayed the same size, it would have been a lot more consistent, and things would have made more sense that's to me. Perspective, man. That's, that's that's a classic lesson in perspective. I'm gonna be tonight while I'm sleeping. You just watch. You stay up and watch. I'm gonna be plugging my nose. <laughs> I'm going to figure this shit out once and for all. Right, right. 
You need to, you need to meditate. I wasn't even sure that those cookies were real, except I brought it up to somebody and I was like, and I went in real careful and I was like, you know those big cookies? And they were like, <laughs> what kind of big cookies? And I was like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, uh, you. The big birthday cookie. I was like, you know, like. <laughs> You know, like at the mall and they're like, oh, yeah, the American cookie company that makes the giant cookies that they give you instead of a birthday cake. And I was like, yeah, OK, <laughs> you got I it. knew they were real. Right. I used to like going to that place. I'm not sure if it was called that. I think the one where I was from was called something different. They had the big birthday cookie and they also had these things called cookie cups, which was like cookie that was like the birthday cookie. Only they pushed it into a muffin cup. So it was shaped like a muffin tin. Like before they baked it? Uh-huh. And then they baked it, and so it was like a cookie shaped like a cup, and then they filled it with chocolate frosting. So you ate like a golf, like a tennis ball-sized chunk of chocolate frosting yeah, uh-huh. on top of a single cookie? And a cookie cup, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like always like the biggest treat you could imagine when you went to the mall. My God. I would love a fist-sized chunk of chocolate frosting, please. <laughs> it was a good chocolate frosting, too, like in the can from the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> that good, good. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, so you need to get hype on the Elliscator. It's the fourth option. <laughs> In the elevator, escalator, pattern master, Ellis skater. The Ellis skater. It's genius. Quiumvirate. <laughs> Is that how, my, how you do a forumvirate? I, I don't think, I think. <laughs> sometimes there's just a word that just means three of something. In this five-movie series known as the Pentilogy, I just think some stuff is... Some stuff is just three. We should just fill in the blanks, though. Like, expand people's minds a little bit. Octilogy. Think about it. So, there is a thing people do called elevator surfing which is when they will jump between moving elevators which is something they will do when people live in like tall buildings like on college campuses or like sometimes they'll happen in skyscrapers um basically anywhere where there are large buildings that have groups of elevators close together so that so some buildings have multiple elevators in the same open yeah so like if you go to the hotel like you know you yeah. go in the lobby has like a whole bunch of elevators yeah i didn't i thought those just all had separate shafts maybe they don't have walls in between i guess that'd be easier to build if there's less walls maybe there's just tracks in between so people get on top and then the elevators go up and down uh-huh. and they say they're surfing yeah uh-huh and they jump up and down on in between them and they i assume they get ripped in half <laughs> That that sounds like something. That sounds like something that maybe somebody did once, and then they say that watch out or your kids will go elevator surfing. <laughs> Seems a little Nancy Reagan to me for some reason. Right. right. <laughs> um, what if they did a space elevator? 
They said they're going to. So space elevator is just when you have a cable that goes all the way out to space and then they say you can ride it into space. So that's like literally like the tetherball elevator nightmare that I have all the time. Only it's in outer space, which actually makes it worse. I bet you anything that this elevator is going to show up in outer space next time. Next time I have this dream, it's going to be the elevator in outer space. I had no idea that's what the space elevator... I thought it was going to be like a pneumatic tube. Look at the bank! Why do I always think that's what everything is going to be? <laughs> I thought, I always assumed that's what a space elevator would be. <laughs> you thought you would get in the cylindrical capsule and they would whoosh you up into space uh-huh. and you would have, uh-huh. you would have some tapas up there. Yeah. You'd look out over the earth. You'd be like, wow, it's so, it looks smaller from over here. Right. I would never in a million years leave earth. I'm dying here, baby. I'm sorry. If you have plans there's to still, leave the planet, I, I don't. You know, there's pretty much all the stuff I want to do is here. Yeah, uh-huh. And there's nothing anywhere else that I could get to at this point before I die. If I wanted to go to Mars where there is nothing, which is like the closest reasonable place you could go, because we've already been to the moon. There's absolutely nothing there. Well, they're, you know. When, there's the aliens on the one side of it. You know, they remove, they remove some parts of the tape where, you know, they saw some stuff on the edge of the crater. Purportedly, but that's fine. We, I mean, you can't see it, so it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, but if you were to go to Mars, in four years, four years. Yeah. I mean, everybody in the fucking world act acted like they were having their ass cut off when they had to stay inside <laughs> for a year. I don't see anybody burning four years to go to Mars where there's nothing there. Right, right. I fully intend to die on Earth. So the thing with the space elevator uh-huh. is that... It's a elevator. It is a elevator. Theoretically, what you would do is you would have a big lump out on the other end, and that would be basically orbiting the Earth. Uh-huh. And then you would have a cable that holds that. But the thing is that you would need to have a cable that would not like fail under its own weight and fail under the tension. Sure. And they just, they haven't made it yet. It's just a theoretical idea. I think Arthur C. Clarke wrote about, wrote about a space elevator and now everybody thinks you can do it. Yeah. I don't think you can do it. I don't want to, you can, it says, it says here in my notes that maybe carbon nanotubes, but I'm not holding my breath. I mean, why, what are you going to do out there? Nothing. You can do math. You can do that here. <laughs> well, the thing you get to the space elevator and then I guess once you're in the, once you're in like floaty space, mm-hmm. you get to the point where you're just floating around. I guess you could go up on the space elevator and you could go over to the space station and do math, then come back to the elevator and go home. Right. But that's the only thing you could use it for. There's nothing else up there. Yeah. Seems like a lot of a lot of effort for not much payoff. I think sometimes people just get an idea of something they could do and it just drives them mad. It's like the white whale, right? They have to do it. It's like some people just feel compelled. Like maybe their higher genius is telling them to do something that's a bad idea. <laughs> so they can teach other people about don't build a space elevator. Or maybe the space elevator is like the guy who built the elevator shaft before there was an elevator to put in it. And yeah. it's just like... They they know that there's going to be some use for it. So they're like, I'm just going to be here first. I'm going to throw my cable up. Right. Hope it sticks. Straight up. <laughs> so um, did you know 
that there are about 325 million elevator rides every day. And the average elevator rider uses the elevator four times a day every day. That's a lot. Uh Uh-huh. That makes sense, though, because I think most people who use an elevator, they go to work, they go up to go to work, they come down to go to lunch, they go back up to work, they come down to go home, right? Right. I mean, I don't use an elevator. I The only time I use an elevator is if I am on vacation and I go to a hotel. Sure. When else do you use an elevator? Um, at the mall. You use the, you use the elevator at the mall? Yes. What? Why? At City Center, that's not there. City Center, the mall they tore down 11 years ago. That's where you <laughs> use the elevator? <laughs> My elevator. <laughs> <laughs> I, if it, if the mall has an elevator as one of the glass elevators, you look out to the mall when you're riding it. I'm absolutely riding the elevator. Okay. Okay. I'm riding the elevator in hotels. If I go to the doctor's office and there's an elevator there, I'm on it. On the elevator. Kosai. I'm going to get on the elevator. Try to think of where else I'd ride elevators. If I could put an elevator in my house, I'd ride it. You would ride the elevator up here? <laughs> yep. To my house, yeah. Uh-huh. Other part of my you house. You put it. Look at that. There's a little right over there it's in that shaft, corner. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing over there but some old papers. Could be an elevator. You could put it. You could put it right there. All you need is all the parts. <laughs> we should get. A, we should get a fireman's pole. We should just say fuck it and go Roman style. Get the hemp rope. Lions. And I'll haul your ass up here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get some lions up on the second floor. <laughs> Get a couple lions up here. Right. Lions are the best fighters. We should start having people fight lions again. Just some of the classic (laughs) ultra-violence. People need to get their rocks off. Yeah, that's the problem in today's society. Nobody is getting their rocks off. (laughs) Maybe people won't be so pent up if they can just get their rocks off. More circuses. More circuses. Live leaks shut down. Maybe we do need circuses. We need more circuses. Free bread. Lion fights. Now you're talking. Take the Ellis Gator three floors up (laughs) and then ride that coffin box right to your little assigned parking spot where Uh you have paid for your ticket to watch the lion uh, fight the TikTok star. <laughs> right. And then, and then oh, actually, tube. now I just, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch that. And then the pneumatic tube has the bread. You push the app <laughs> to yeah. say Anything which you bread. So you're right to say which <laughs> bread, and then you can have a variety of Raisin sauces bread. with yeah. the bread. Raisin bread. And then it come, there's a little hole in the bottom of the Ellis skater, and that's where the pneumatic tube comes out, right. and there's your bread. Right. That is so smart, Natalie. I mean, I'm just giving these ideas away for free. Just all of us living in our hyper-abstracted society, and then we add on personal transport boxes that separate us from one another <laughs> while we watch a lion uh, eat uh, Braden Taylor's head for TikTok. <laughs> he didn't want to get his head eaten. He should have trained. It, it looks like looks like we're pulling this airplane back up, baby. Things are looking good. <laughs> Get your rocks off, baby. <laughs> Ow! Everyone's screaming. Ah! <laughs> go, lion, go! Some people are, are, for some reason, rooting for the guy. Go, guy, beat that lion up! <laughs> that guy only gets a couple hits in before the lion bites his arm off. Yeah, yeah. And we're all like, ha ha! I want more bread. <laughs> when you learn about elevators, 
escalators and elevators. Just an amazingly bad way to do anything, really. (laughs) Really. I mean, unless the only time, you know, if you're moving stuff around or you can't, you know, you can't walk that well, of course. Right. Get on there. That's for you. But uh, I'm I'm lucky that I can go up and down and all around in my own power. And so I'm I'm still not convinced. I'm still not convinced. Save your diesel, baby. You're not getting your money's worth, baby. (laughs) Think of all the riding excitement you can be getting. You know where I get my riding excitement, Natalie. Harlem Township. (laughs) But when I want to have a good ride, I head out to Delaware County. Yeah. And from there, I go to Harlem Township, one of the 18 beautiful townships in Delaware County. I can't believe County. they can fit so many townships. They're not big. They're not big. Delaware Harlem, County is the biggest county. Harlem is one of 18 townships. Sure. In Delaware County, there's 88 counties in Ohio. Uh-huh. So there's, uh, there's so many townships. Ohio is so big. And it's the best one. And it's right here. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Check them out. Check them out. Also check out It's All Technology, your one-stop shop for packets to make your fruits fresh. If you're tired of the bread and circuses and you want fruits and vegetables and circuses, hit up Hazel Technologies. They'll get that potato into your Ellis skater with all the flavor that you savor. (laughs) I love a flavor saver. (laughs) And last, last but not least, we have to shout out to our friend. Corey Grella, President of America. Not only does she go up and down in elevators and escalators, and hopefully soon the Ellis Skater, I think she could handle the Paternoster. I think she's, she's hopping. Smart enough, yeah. She's hopping on and she's off quick. like it's nothing. Yeah. She's quick, yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine. I I would get mangled. She'd laugh at me, and I deserve it. Right. You'd have no feet. <laughs> They're still in the pattern roster. We <laughs> <laughs> tripped trying to get out. Oh my god! <laughs> Horrifying! Horrifying! And to think of all of all the places, Germany, nothing else has ever happened. Well, anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> if you haven't joined our Patreon yet, that's how you hop on our Discord. That's how you tell us what to talk about. Patreon.com/slash/GarbageBrainUniversity, and we'll talk to you again soon. I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.